Hello, and welcome to the Mighty Mom Podcast. I am Kaylee McClellan. And I'm Katie Oster. We are two moms on a journey to remember and care for the women we are within. Join us each week as we dig deep, explore the tools and concepts that will reconnect us to our power within and help us grow and shift through the thick of mom life. All right. Hello. Good morning. Hello. How you doing, sexy thing? I am doing good, girlfriend. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I know we were briefly just kind of gabbing, and the the concept and thought and all that about intuition came up. Mm-hmm. I love what you had ended with, with this, the whole point of, or maybe even the definition of being a mighty mom is knowing you already have it all within you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like what we're not really, <clears throat> I guess, kind of like establishing of our purpose in the movement and in this conversation of being maybe conscious parents or conscious motherhood. And not necessarily that we're offering the advice of how to do the sleep training and how to let your, like how to do the right and wrong things or whatever. The point is, There is no right and wrong. We're coming from love. You are doing enough. Mm -hmm. You are more than enough. And all that you need is within you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I think there is so much information out there. um, And it is very intimidating for a lot of mothers. Um, First time moms, second time moms, like I'm on round two, and I'm still like susceptible to getting wrapped up in the is this right? Is this wrong? What am I doing? Um, So I really like that because I think naturally we all do things a certain way and it's just what feels right. It's just kind of how things fall into place on their own, but it's so easy to start second guessing what we do um, because there's so many things out there that say, do it this way, do it that way. This is the right way. This is the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. it makes mom's super anxious like I know that's what set me tail spinning with Phoenix and it was primarily surrounded around sleep and I went crazy yeah absolutely crazy I went so far from what felt right to me I was just so consumed with searching for it finding the right person to tell me what to do and really when you strip it all back I already knew what felt right and what didn't feel right to me and that's what I needed to listen to yeah and that's what they do really is they kind of mirror and reflect back to you but give you like a plan so when you like say for sleep training. And I want to note that there is absolutely merit and value if you need that help in um, maybe seeking like a sleep consultant or whatnot. But what our point is and what I really feel like was this spark of the seed that we connected over with the Mighty Mom movement was that how we felt this pressure to follow a set of other people's rules in order to really achieve what we had hoped, what we felt within us we wanted to be, AKA like maybe conscious parents, whatnot, present and mindful and considerate. 
of our children. Um, that sent us just this list of like rules and should do's was overwhelming. And it took us away from feeling like we were actually showing up to our fullest and yeah. in our truth and our way. And I wanted to note that like that energetic quality of how that makes you feel matters when it feels like you're trying to live up to somebody else's standards or just even to rules or expectations that are really outside of what you truly want, then that just is this constant setting you up for feeling like a failure all the time. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I totally get it. Cause I think, yeah, I feel like where I stand the strongest is that what matters most is what feels good to the individual. Um, and that's what matters most. You know, I was just kind of writing some things out and if we're on the topic of sleep, like if you, the two kind of polar sides is sleep training and co-sleeping in a sense, right? Right. And I just feel like either way, as long as you are comfortable and confident and feel good about what you are choosing to do, um, that's all that matters. And if you need more resources or more support to help you um, strengthen that choice or decision, then that's awesome. There are tons of great resources. Um, but where I feel like we need to be careful is pushing mothers to one side or the other and making them feel like one is better than the other, or you're going to screw up your child if you don't choose one or the other. And that to me, I think is just setting us up for, you know, anxiety and fear of failure. And that causes more harm than anything. Instead, we just need to empower the mom to consciously ask themselves, is this what feels good to me? Okay, why does it feel good? Perfect. What do I need? Do I need more resources? Do I just need to let go of the pressure to change or to do this or to do that? You know, like we just need to empower the mom. And instead of focusing so much on what we're doing to the child. Yeah. Well, here's another thing to consider. It's much like this whole our children will mirror what we do more than what we tell them to do. Mm. And they are excellent readers of our energy and how we feel. Yeah. So we might be trying to put on a calm front, but if we feel anxious as fuck inside, they feel that. They yeah. see through the bullshit, right? Yeah. I um, had a bit of a holy shit moment. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, girl. That's okay. Yeah. Um, and I was going to, I wanted to like say like, that's exactly especially like for me, sleep struggles with island eye. What makes me feel more anxious is the nights I go in with what are other people thinking about our sleep situation right now? And yeah. That's what makes it turn into a bad night. And then we're both tail spinning and it's going to shit totally. because I came in thinking I got to start doing this the other way because yeah that's better because yeah. people are going to judge me the way that our sleep situation works right now. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. Or it's like it, you compare like, okay, this person's doing it that way. That seems like it's working for them. So why am I not doing that? Why isn't that working for us? 
and then it just makes you freak out, right? Like, I totally agree. And I think what you kind of touched on there initially is, is exactly it in a nutshell. How you feel about your decisions as a mother is what creates the foundation that your children will develop on, if that makes sense. So if you feel confident about the decision you make, your child will respond with confidence. And, you know, it doesn't really matter what choice you make. It does, it, as long as it feels good to you. I think yeah. the big thing is coming from a place of confidence within yourself and love and care. And when we just focus on that part alone, then the rest will follow suit because we feel exactly. empowered. And it's that like that law of attraction, that cycle, when we give to that part within ourselves, it's going to naturally go to our children and then come back to us. And it's just going to exponentially grow. Yeah. Leading with love. There is no way we can mess up yeah. when we lead with love totally. and trust and trust in ourselves. Mm. <clears throat> there is no way you are not going to do something maliciously wrong to your child mm -hmm. or yourself. Yes. If you lead with love. Yes. Exactly. That's it. Because I mean, what do any of us truly need, right? It's to be loved. Like, I think that's, I don't know what, I swear there's something out there that has the like three or four fundamental um, qual or what is it? Desires or needs or something like that as a human. But like, you know, to, to be loved is truly probably the ultimate one you know yeah. and we can show love and express love in so many different ways and yeah I think just showing up and being present and loving your child just unconditionally is one of the hugest ways we can do that you know we don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves to show it in so many micro moments we just have yeah. to trust and know that it's there and it's flowing out of us all of the time in everything that we do. I love how you said that. It doesn't have to be in every microscopic detail. Mm -hmm. We will get that. It will happen. There will be moments where we don't show up in the highest level of love because we're also human, because we're full of triggers and stories and beliefs that cause us to react and respond yeah. in not always the most amazing ways, but generally the foundation of it all is coming from love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And really. maybe even in those moments, there is still love in there, right? It's almost like you love so much that you freak out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I am not excusing like being abusive to our children or anything. No, but no, no, no. <clears throat> sometimes we're going to do or say something that we'll look back on and be like, ah, oh, that wasn't really how I wanted to handle that situation. But that, even that glimmer of thought and that recognition awareness is the lesson learned mm -hmm. to try it differently next time. Mm -hmm. And it's still going to take repetition <laughs> for that. Yeah. I think that's the conscious part, right? Like mm -hmm. we were kind of, we touched base on it on our last episode, this being and this doing. So I yeah. think ultimately what we're trying to strive here within this conversation is that our beings, we, ha we ha have to tap into the intuition that we hold within ourselves because we've got it all within us, right? We have 
the best answers for our children. We have it all within us. And we, it's so easy to get caught up in everything else and feel like we don't know what we're doing. Um, And then there's the other side of like the things that we do. And like you say, sometimes we hit it on the mark and sometimes we don't and that's okay. It's just being conscious and aware of those and making small efforts to help ourselves show up in ways that feels good to us. And there are things like we were saying that we can do to help fill our cup so that we don't show up depleted all of the time and frustrated and low patience because that's when that side kind of comes out, you know? Exactly. There's this like needing to practice what it feels like to listen within yourself and act on that. Yeah. And doing that in smaller ways that aren't responding to parenting situations can help strengthen you and build that foundation of listening and acting on from within in those situations. I love that. And then, yeah, right? And then the other side of having the patience in those situations or is yeah showing up for yourself to fill that cup can you get a little closer to the computer yeah totally sorry I've got babes here um yeah and I feel like you know with these two things we're almost kind of challenging different feelings right like we've got one that's we get anxiety and and uh, we feel insecure with our decisions. So that's kind of one thing we're trying to help with is giving back this confidence. And the other is kind of helping with this frustration, this stress, this overwhelm that comes mm-hmm. in moments because we have so much on our plate and we we are giving and giving and giving. So we're kind of trying to help two, I guess, big areas of motherhood in a sense. Yeah, yeah. The, to address the, the maybe maybe there's more but I feel like the two yeah. biggest drains yeah or obstacles to really showing up fully the way that we want to and feeling the way that we want to feeling that ease mm-hmm. and joy and mm-hmm. well, love is always there but we have the ease and joy in it all mm-hmm. and um something that comes up for me is like this we always know we have it within us and then I Cause what comes up is like, what about like keeping them safe or when it comes to when like they're sick or their health and their well being And, um, I still feel that like, yeah, we don't know everything medically about, you know, when it gets to a situation that's beyond mm-hmm. our knowledge, but we still have that wisdom inside to say, I don't know right now. Yes. I was or, just going to say, that's it. It's not knowing, it's not needing to have all the answers. It's trusting that you make the best decisions and choices for your child. I think that's it. It's not feeling like, cause that just adds a whole nother like, holy shit, am I supposed to know this? But I don't yeah. think that's the point. It's just trusting that you are making the right decisions, the little decisions. Every day we make a bajillion and just coming back to that you are always making the right decision for your child. And sometimes the right decision for your child in that moment isn't the right decision the next moment. But those aren't wrong decisions. We've made those for a reason. They might be a learning opportunity and things like that. So um, yeah, I love that you touched base on that because I don't think we need to feel like we need to know it all. Exactly. Like the wisdom within is also knowing I need to ask yes. another person for yes. some advice. 
yeah somebody who's been there before knowing the right person yeah knowing which information to process as truth or to like hold on to for later and question it maybe a little bit yeah that's your also your wisdom right yeah it's not having all of the answers and knowing everything Mm -hmm. but having the ability to filter through things right because we're always going to get opinions there's always going to be things circulating because i was just kind of thinking like okay so how do we like help people tap into how, how do we help ourselves tap into our intuition and immediately i'm like just don't go on social media don't google anything and i think <laughs> Initially, that detox is like very helpful. Oh my gosh, yes. Because it helps you just kind of come back to your own. You kind of go into your own bubble and do things your own way. But I think the reality is your bubble is always going to be penetrated. <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound so <laughs> I love how you said that. But right, like there's always in-laws, parents, families, friends, neighbors, strangers that you don't even want their opinions. People are always going to give your opinions or come into your circle. And I think it's learning how to strengthen um, our foundation in all of that as well. And I think that's where this whole, you know, feeling confident within yourself, taking care of yourself, where that starts to pay off because we can kind of hold our own and filter what other people are saying and aren't maybe as susceptible to it. Exactly. Exactly. That's where I I falter. Like, I know, I know what's right, but it's the minute that, you know, somebody else maybe has another opinion or does things another way. I quickly am like, oh, I second guess. Like, oh, so... Exactly. Like, why did I make that decision? Like they might, you know, so I think it's just learning how to hold our own amongst a sea of different opinions and choices. And so I think that's a big thing, you know, like that there are a million choices and decisions to make. And if we can just deliver this message that none of them are wrong, that they're all right. And then it can just add a bit more confidence and get rid of that anxiety of why did she make that decision and I made this one or does that make me a a bad mom or a monster or whatever you know yeah exactly I hope that makes sense no it does yeah like yeah that is the the base like that's really where this foundation will come in handy when you are because you're right your your bubble will always be (laughs) penetrated whether you want it or not but that can help us to ease the reaction or this feeling that because we're given advice we have to take it yeah. Or that it means that it's a qualification, like a quantification of what we're already doing or a judgment on what we're already doing. Yeah. And really people are just trying to be helpful and to love you. And yeah, sure. Sometimes without realizing that some people are going to be offering opinions out of judgment, mm. that still doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, if anything, it's just them feeling like maybe their way is the right way. And that's just something that we can, like, lend to others is just viewing each other in this way that we're all just trying to do what feels right to us and having compassion and understanding for each other and stuff. And maybe that will just help overall this culture of, 
you know, feeling guilty and shame and comparison and stuff, if we can just meet in the middle that we're all really just coming from the same place and trying to do the best thing that we can, you know? Exactly. Because that's where some of that comes from. That's a reaction to feeling like you're being, like, your way isn't enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe some of that's this trigger on, oh, mm-hmm. you're not doing this thing the way that I do it. So I'm going to shame you for what you're doing because mm-hmm. I'm now being insecure about my choice or something. Interesting. Like that. And I think sometimes things like that come just like we don't intend to do a thing or to come across that way. And sometimes it does. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I've caught myself doing that and then be like, oh, shame on me. Right. <laughs> I just threw out a mom shame without even realizing it because yeah. in the moment it's hard yeah. to be like, oh, I was triggered. So I'm going to shut my mouth now because that mm-hmm. was just a trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that takes a whole hell of a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Show up and then give grace to ourselves and maybe even apologize if we're like, shoot, that was my friend and I really just like hurt them with that unintentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it for sure. Exactly. Because I think like, you know, one of the big things I realized quickly coming into motherhood was like the amount of decisions and choices there are to make. So I think like this whole intuition part and and learning to trust ourselves um, is like, so so important because we are going to encounter so many things and I think when we can really open up that channel to trust ourselves, it can eliminate a lot of this like additional stress and it can help us enjoy things more because like I know when I like am trying to come to a decision or spinning I obsess over it and it takes over and you realize like how much energy time space that sucks away from you and then you come out of it and you're like oh frig like why did I obsess over all that and I get it's all a learning curve but you can see how when we learn to trust and have confidence it just kind of eliminates all of that stuff from happening sometimes, you know? Exactly. Or it like shortens the duration. Yes. yes. Or it helps us find that ease and peace a little bit sooner. When we can catch ourselves in that feeling of like, oh, okay, I'm tailspinning myself right now. Mm-hmm. I need to step away from this or whatever it is that you need to do in order to trust yourself yeah. more and yeah. trust the process. And exactly because there will never be, we'll never get to a place where we're finally the decisions are less. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no thing that we can do except start to find a way to practice trust in ourselves. And that's yeah. what like showing up for me lately has been and trusting myself has yeah. been using like tangible tools like oracle yeah. cards mm-hmm. and dance and um having connected conversations with other women who are trying to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause it just helps raise that awareness again. Right. And like, and increase your ability to connect with yourself. And I think that's part of it because it's so easy. We talk about this autopilot and it's so easy to get sucked onto autopilot and sucked into this vortex of different things. And then we don't even realize we've been taken away from ourselves until later on. And I think that's a big thing is we can get sucked into worry and anxiety and we get on that train and we forget to get off, right? And it just goes, goes, goes. So these tools, these conversations just kind of show you, okay, 
there's a, there's a train stop coming up. I'm going to get off for a bit, you know, yeah. like and we, sometimes we find our way back onto the train. That's okay. Yeah. It's just knowing that we can step off and we can give that time and space back to ourselves. And yeah. Exactly. I like how you said it like that, like a train stop. Mm. Like it's the train is the current of life. Yeah. And we're here to experience the current of life. Yeah. Sometimes we miss our step or we're just going a little bit faster than we need to. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, in that, that autopilot, in that current and not really in ourselves or coming mm-hmm. from where we want to anymore. But you can pull the button mm-hmm. and try to get off the next stop. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And I think it's just all about connecting with ourselves. And this kind of goes back to the choices as well. Does this feel good to me right now? Yes. Does this feeling feel good? This thought, this belief, like this thing that I'm trying to do, like if we can just start checking in with ourselves in that way, um, then we can decide what to do from that point on, you know, but we just need to have that conversation with ourselves to show that okay I don't like the way this makes me feel so I'm gonna choose to do something and I think it's that choice that opens up like endless possibilities um get off the train stay on the train pull somebody in like there's just so many things we can do once we open up that dialogue with ourselves you know exactly and that right there that's a good way to start like start a tool to tap into that intuition is just yeah the dialogue with yourself checking in and asking yeah how does this feel and sometimes sometimes a good decision still might feel really scary yeah yeah it still feel like anxiety yeah but in there there's another question like as am i really going to do harm with this what am i truly afraid of yeah are the possible outcomes are either of those inherently bad or wrong right right knowing that no yeah just different paths and who can help me feel and support me through this time right like Mm. I feel like that's just something I love doing is being able to help people through vulnerable times when you are scared or anxious or not sure like grab a friend like you know using a support squad using our group use like reaching out to us like that's the kind of support I want to help provide people is just empowering them to feel good about the decisions they're making and the choices they're making and I just want to help people tap back into that themselves like I don't necessarily want to focus so much on the choice or decision. It's more just what do you want to do? What feels good to you? And having people help support you through that. And like you said, it might feel heavy at times, you know, and all of that. But if we can support people to get through that, man, when you come out the other side, you feel damn good. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love how you say that. Like, we can still, we don't have to do it all alone by tapping into our inner knowing. We can absolutely still have support and encouragement and community on the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it, for sure. I love it. Love, love, love. Awesome. Well, thanks for this chit chat. It's always good just to have that reminder that, you know, we do have what we need inside and um 
with that said, it doesn't mean we don't need to reach out for help um, and support and resources. It's just trusting that we are making the best decisions we can for our children, for our family, for ourselves in the moment, you know? And I know Maya Angelou has that quote, when you know better, you do better. And I think that can just serve as a little bit of compassion for ourselves when we make a choice or decision that doesn't necessarily go as we had hoped that that doesn't mean we failed or that we haven't you know trust we can't trust ourselves anymore it's just now you know better so then that that next time you'll choose a different decision or choice but we can exactly. only make choices from where we are at one point in time you know yeah that's where coming back to really at the beginning of this conversation where information overload can start to do some harm is now that you know, or there's just too much. Oh shoot. I think I lost that thought. Oh, that's okay. But no information overload. Absolutely. Cause how do you even know where to go? Right? Like, Oh, right. You're trying to fill this basket with all of this knowledge and information so that you don't fuck up. Yeah. You can't miss that. It is missing the mark is how you get to know better yes. so you can do better. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's huge because isn't that it? Is that we're so scared of yep. screwing up that we don't even want to take a step forward? Yeah. I think that's where all of like the anxiety comes from and like there's just, we get so nervous. We want to research everything, understand everything. And then everything contradicts each other on the web. So that adds more confusion into the mix. And then yeah. we just spiral and we're so, we just don't even make any decisions because we're so scared of making the wrong one. But you're right. We are bound to make choices and decisions that ultimately aren't don't feel good in the end or don't go as we had hoped and that's okay that's part of the process yep it is like really oh man that's so hard I know it's showing up and making the mistakes is honestly where everything gets revealed yeah yeah it's really what where it brings out what's already within us mm -hmm. oh man yeah it's no I agree missing the mark is where the biggest shift happens mm -hmm. and I think lesson. through that process is what can shed light on the need to not judge others or shame others or jump to conclusions because how many times have you put your foot in your mouth where I remember when I was pregnant I will never do this I can't believe <laughs> parents do that and yep. then even with my firstborn okay like this is the way that feels good to me this is and then you have a second and it's like your perspective changes again so yeah. I think we just need to have yeah just compassion again and things like that for other people and not necessarily judge the way people do things or whatever because you never know their situation that's led to them to those choices and you might find yourself in that same situation down yeah. the road you might like hit another obstacle and you're like oh wow now I get where they were coming from you know you right? just never know like we're constantly yeah. changing so really can we dig our heels and our feet into one solid spot forever or are we just constantly flowing and coming in and out and the connection to ourself is really the thing that's going to stabilize us through all of that you know yes mm -hmm. yeah 
exactly. I love how you say that. Even when you resist, you're still in the flow. Yeah. So even if you try not to make choices or change, it cannot be avoided. No. And it's much like making mistakes. Like, uh, think about every lesson your parents tried to impart on you to save you from making the same mistakes Mm -hmm. and how many of those things you went and had to do yourself anyway. Because mm-hmm. you got to figure it out yourself. Totally. You got to make the mistake. That is how it becomes permanent knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, because you even think of like Tony Robbins, right? Or even my neighbor. It's like there's one thing to know, like to hear it. That's like, you know, information. You are under, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, you kind of like learn information and then you can understand it as the next level and third level is like living it that's where you get the true wisdom is when you're experiencing what you and living what you know and understand and you're right like no matter how much we tell our kids things like don't jump off that don't jump off that you're gonna hurt yourself don't jump the minute they jump off and hurt themselves is when they learn okay i should jump off that again and so (laughs) like maybe that just sheds a little like humor and lightness into the fact that we don't yeah I don't even know yeah but I love that I love that because it's true it is so true oh man crazy life is in the mistakes right yeah and it's okay that sometimes our children are going to make them as well or things like that you know because I think we want to going back to this information and stuff we're so we want to like raise them and teach them so many things so that they can't mess up or fuck up or make mistakes and in that put so much pressure on us and makes us spiral and maybe there is some merit in them learning things the hard way quote unquote doesn't have to be hard per se but you know what I mean like learning things themselves and yeah because I know that I start to go really crazy when I just feel like I need to parent a certain way and have I introduced enough of this and enough of that and have I done this enough and oh my gosh this and that and then it just I spiral you know so it's like just trusting that where I am at right now is enough to pass on to my children and they will learn things themselves as well so we can release a little bit of that pressure on ourselves to know and do it all and all of that jazz yeah exactly I hope this conversation wasn't too confusing (laughs) I'm I'm following it I'm picking it up (laughs) yep absolutely sometimes Um, it's like the spaghetti brain right like you go from one mm. concept to the next to the next to the next and I know it's all intertwined within there and the meatballs are like the nuggets of like (laughs) you know, wisdom within. Um, sometimes you gotta dig through a bit of pasta to get to that meatball. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. I definitely hit a couple of meatballs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a grace and a, a gift in this mistakeness too. And this, this pressure of not being able to mess up as parents, but you know, we teach a valuable lesson to our children too. When we, show them how we handle messing up and making mistakes yeah and explain that to them there's yeah lessons for everyone in there (laughs) oh there is absolutely for ourselves for others and if anything that just 
deepens your relationship with yourself too, right? Like when it's all about that awareness. And I think that's a big thing is just becoming aware of ourselves in different situations and the choices and decisions we make and how we react. And when we invite that consciousness and that awareness, we're going to naturally want to keep striving to know more and to do better and, and things like that. But we're coming through that with without such a pressure on ourselves and um, anxiety of making the wrong decisions. We're allowing ourselves to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that really brings me to like another, it it can like sitting with this, um, the mistakes or the lessons or messing up or this fear and becoming aware of it and conscious of, um, of the lessons of our triggers or, or what it be, um, that is uncomfortable. It, it can be very uncomfortable, but so is living in anxiety yeah. and yeah. depression and doubt all the time. Yeah. So although it might be a little intimidating to get curious and ask the questions and sit with the shit, it clears the crap out of the way faster than avoiding it. Yeah, because I don't think we can avoid or eliminate, right, all that stuff. Like I was watching um, Pema Chodron on Oprah Winfrey, and it was like welcoming the unwelcomed or something. And it was essentially like, you can't know love unless you know fear and things like that. Like, I don't think the idea is to eliminate our fears and our desires and our wants as mothers. Like, I think that's the whole point is to tap into what scares me what means a lot to me what's important to me and I think it's just opening that conversation it's not trying to eliminate either one and get rid of all of our fears naturally we're going to always have them it's just becoming more comfortable with them understanding them more and through Mm -hmm. that I think we continue to strengthen our relationship with ourselves. um and it allows us to, you know, have more intuition and use it and, and stuff like that, you know, when we just become more comfortable with ourselves, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Mighty Mamas, thank you for joining us today and sharing in the conversation. If you're picking up what we're putting down, leave us a review and let us know what you think. If you think this is just the medicine that a friend or a fellow Mighty Mom needs, share the love and share this episode with them as well. And if there's something else you would like us to talk about or would like us to know, uh, please comment below and we will do our best to get back to each and every one of you and explore all of the different topics and challenges that we encounter in motherhood. Lots of love. Together we are stronger. Um, So let's all just come together and um, embrace this crazy ride of motherhood um, as one. Yeah, we are so grateful for you guys for being here and just being part of this. All right. Till next time. Peace.